everybody. Welcome to the Nervecast, where we take love the journey to the next level. Listen in as we answer your questions, address pressing topics, and discuss talking points that we at Nerve feel will help you become the happiest and healthiest version of yourself. And now your host and head coach, Cody Connor. Hey guys, welcome to the Nervecast. Today I have a, a special guest with me, Christina Schroeder. She is our nutrition coach here at Nerve Health and Fitness. Good morning, Christina. Good morning, Cody. Hey, everybody. Uh, today, I'm going to put her on the hot seat. Your last uh, podcast you listened to was with uh, Kelsey and I. Uh, but yeah, today I have Christina. We're going to put her on the, the hot seat. I'm going to give just some basic nutrition questions. She's going to give her some, give us some inside details. And yeah, ready to rock and roll? Let's do it. And get straight to it. Uh, How did you get into nutrition coaching? So the way that I got into nutrition coaching is um, I had been struggling with some autoimmune stuff with my thyroid. Um, and I got put on some medication that turned me into Ozzy Osbourne and I was like, there's gotta be a better way. So I always like to make the joke that I was paleo before paleo was cool. Uh, because when, when we talked about all the things to eliminate, when you put that into a search engine, that was the nutrition style that came up. Now, um, you know, through research, through trial and error, I found that, um, how individualized nutrition is uh, because there were certain things that impacted my body negatively like sweet potatoes that don't impact other people's bodies negatively so I started to kind of geek out over that Um, I was working with a coach at the time who helped me transform my body through nutrition Um, and we at the same time were healing my body through nutrition and uh, that was when I really realized that there was more to it. So I wanted to know more uh, and help others with the knowledge that I gained. So uh, fast forward, here we are, and now I'm a nutrition coach. Do you have any uh, certifications? Yes, I have my Precision One or Precision Nutrition Level One certification. Nice. And uh, future plans for more certifications? Yeah, so I'm on the waiting list for the Precision Nutrition Level Two. Why do you love nutrition coaching? I love nutrition coaching because there is one thing you will never get away from, uh, and that is eating, (laughs) right? Amen. So um, every day we put food into our body, and every day it's a conscious choice. When it becomes an uneducated choice or, you know, I call it like the zombie eating where we're actually not paying attention to what we put into our body, it makes a big difference. So... um, You know, it's something that you may not need a nutrition coach all of the time, but there are always seasons. And that's Raylynn telling you why (laughs) nutrition is so important. Um, There are always seasons where having someone direct you or um, just fine tune what you're doing is is really crucial. Yeah, giving giving a guidance helps out a a ton and keeps you moving on. That kind of goes in one of my questions too that we'll get to uh, down the road. But uh, if okay, so. First, first thing I always get is if you are a new member here at Nerve Health and Fitness, what's the first step of like checking nutrition or like getting into the nutrition game? Mm-hmm. What does uh, that look like? Yeah, so what I always advise people uh, in the beginning of their time here at Nerve is to increase fruit and vegetable intake, increase protein intake, mm-hmm. and reduce packaging. I like so it. if you're simple, it's so simple. If you are having to open a package from processed food um, on a regular basis, nix that and replace it with a fresh fruit, a fresh vegetable, or or protein. What's your favorite fruit? 
My favorite fruit is watermelon. What's your favorite vegetable? My favorite vegetable. Ooh, right now I'm really into Brussels sprouts, but I would mm. say asparagus. With bacon? As- yeah, yeah. You can eat it with bacon. Mm-hmm. Do you eat them raw? Can you eat Brussels sprouts raw, not you cooked? Pro- you probably can. Well, yes. If you shred them, you can actually make a really good salad. Ooh. I'm going to go home and try that today. Mm-hmm. No, I won't. <laughs> but no, I like Brussels. I man, my mom like looking back at my nutrition like when I lived at home mm-hmm. was awful. Like she would always try and get my vegetables, like eat my vegetables. Now, now when I go to her house, mm-hmm. I eat more vegetables than she does. Like right. it's just so funny how how things work out that way. So moms out there, understand your kids one day will eat enough vegetables. Um, let's see here. Next one. What happens to the member that is like hitting a plateau in their nutrition? They just don't know where to go. What's the next step? What What's a good step for them? Sure. So just like your body adjusts to activity and you hit a fitness plateau, same thing happens with nutrition. So cyclical eating for nutrition is actually something that is um, a great option to keep your body responding metabolically. Um, You know, if you've hit a plateau, the first thing to do, I would say, is to go get your panels run. If you haven't had an annual physical, get your panels run, get your hormones checked out, make sure that everything's functioning the way it should be. Um, Because if, like, a nutritional plateau could be the first sign of something just changing. And as we age, that that happens, and that's very natural. Um, With that, if you decide to go into cyclical eating, um, I would look at where you've been. So if you fit a plateau, that's what we would call maintenance. And then decide where you want to go. Do you want to put on muscle? So should you be evaluating potentially going into a bulk phase? Do you want to cut body fat? Should you be evaluating potentially going into a cut phase? Um, Are you eating enough? Uh, So I always say to earn your cut. Mm -hmm. A lot of times people are actually eating too few calories so they hit a plateau because their body is stalling out everything because it's afraid you're not going to feed it yeah. doesn't trust you right yep. so uh, really getting real about what you're doing and the first step of that is going to be tracking what you eat i know we all are like oh my gosh that's so much work it's not that much work to just weigh it yeah. just weigh it and call it a day mm-hmm. <laughs> I, yeah that's I, a lot of times i it's so funny on people like how do you know if your your gas light is like, or you're, you need gasoline, or you need oil change? Like, something's tracking that for you in your car that lets you know that. Mm-hmm. It's a little easier because you let the like you rely on the car to do its its processes. Well, you have to rely on like you checking your own self, like checking your macros, like seeing where you're at, seeing calorie wise where you're at. Because without knowing that stuff, very very difficult to even know, even close to what to start doing. Mm-hmm. And that's always funny. Like, where do we start? Very good answer on that one. Um, next question on this one. What's the number one excuse you hear about not wanting to work on nutrition or not working on nutrition? Yeah. Ooh, man, number one excuse, it's too hard. I like to go out to eat. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have time being one of them. Um, <laughs> she's going for it she's over really there. just going to sing to you yeah. guys. She's the background like noise. She's used to uh, nutrition talks, so she's wanting to make sure that you hear what her opinion as well. Um, I would say that those are probably some of the top ones around, like, I don't have time. That's too difficult. Um, I have kids, and they don't want to eat the same thing I'm eating. Um, man, I could just keep going. So that wasn't one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was, that was, that was about yeah. seven, but those are probably the most common. So I think I think time is the probably the biggest one. I don't have time to mm-hmm. do this. What's what's the what's the game plan on that one? 
What do you tell a, a member? Are you going to have time when you're sick? Yeah, right? <laughs> Are you going to have time, you know, if what you've been feeding your body is actually causing an inflammatory response? Um, are you going to have time when it hurts bad enough, basically? And I'm really into preventative eating, right? So, like, preventing that from happening. Mm-hmm. So, preventing the sickness or preventing uh, the sleep deprivation from being uh, undernourished. And you can be undernourished and overfed. That's a, a really important thing to point out, too is that undernourished does not mean that you're not eating enough all the time. You can be eating way too many calories that are not nutrient-dense, um, thus causing the, an, an issue nutritionally, yeah. and it's going to show up for you at the gym. So what I find is that it just isn't hurting bad enough Yeah. Um, for most people to, to see that they, they need to make a change um, and causes some just detachment or unaware like they're just unaware of what they're doing to their bodies so um make the time and dialing in your nutrition doesn't mean that you're meal prepping for hours and hours and hours doesn't even mean you're meal prepping yeah <laughs> right yep. i think that that's another misconception is people think oh well if i'm dialing in my nutrition and that means i have to meal prep everything and have it all laid out and that's just absolutely not the case so you decide how to make it look Meal planning might be what you need to do. Yeah, step by step process. Step by seeing, step. seeing yeah. where it's at. It's so funny because I've I've worked in the the health and fitness industry here for like almost going on ten years. I sound so old <laughs> saying that, but I think the biggest thing I've seen out of the hundreds of clients I've trained is that they they don't want it until something tragically happens, mm-hmm. and that's that's the saddest part of this. And so, if you're listening on this podcast right now, get really close. There has to be, and like you said it too, there has to be a proactive change now before something tragically happens. Mm -hmm. That to you or someone in your family, Mm -hmm. when it awakens you and you're like, oh my gosh, I need to take the reins over my health Mm -hmm. or this is going to happen again or to me. Mm -hmm. And so that is one of the things I see tremendously. And it can be nutrition. It can be a heart attack. It can be someone, someone close to us dying. That doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Then it awakes them and they're like, oh my gosh, now I need to mm-hmm. call up Christina. Mm-hmm. Do that now. Mm-hmm. Don't wait until that, that thing happens. Um, and Again, I, I see it. And it's People are going to listen to this right now and they're still going to choose that route. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just the way nature works, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you can, like, there has to be that aha moment. Create it in your own mind. Your mind is very, very strong in that way. Create it in your own mind, and then from there, that's the initiative to want to change. You have to find that reason um, to change that priority to change mm-hmm. and make these these right decisions. So um, yeah. I agree with that. And a lot of people think, well, it will never happen to me, right? Like, I'll never be pre-diabetic. I'll <laughs> never I'll never be diabetic. I'll yeah. never yeah. be any of these things. And I think what's important here is to know that in this conversation, we're not vilifying any foods. There's no food that I'm saying like you can never have, mm-hmm. but it is taking a look at if you're filling your body full of processed sugars and high protein bars, processed <laughs> sugar guys, sorry, yeah, like yeah, sorry yeah. to be the bearer of bad news, but if we're looking at highly processed foods, like if that food can last for three years on its own, yeah, something's up, something's up, like. <laughs> There's a reason that fresh fruits and vegetables go bad in a week. Yes, right. I hate that, but 
It's annoying, right? No, it's but good. it makes you make sure that you're eating them because yes. if you're like me, you're like, I do not want to throw away a, another bag of mixed greens, right? <laughs> right? So I'm the Brussels make sure sprouts. And I'm eating them, yeah. No, yeah, very, very good there. Next big question I, I get a ton is, does what I eat impact my workouts? Mm-hmm. Yes. And how does it impact it? Yeah. So in order to work out efficiently, you need to fuel your body efficiently. So the gas in the tank reference is probably one of the best ones that we can use. You want to make sure that you're fueling appropriately for the level of activity, the level of stimulus that you want. Um, so, you know, when we think about the ketogenic diet, that is a very uh, high fat, low carb, low protein diet. Something that is very beneficial for people who suffer from epilepsy, um, people who are diabetic, people who are morbidly obese, people that may have uh, hormone deficiencies that they're trying to rein in. That being said, there's a reason that most people on keto are not working out. And you'll see that mm. as a, a benefit of it. And yeah. I'm like, I would say a bad word right now, but we don't do that here at NERV. <laughs> but I would call their bluff is what we'll yeah. say yep. around, um, you know, there's benefit to moving your body. So what I appreciate about Keto being the new black right now is people trying to still promote activity mm-hmm. um, while doing it. That being said, like our style of workout is not conducive to ketogenic no. diet. <clears throat> and that's and, what I, that's what I tell a lot of people mm-hmm. is because I think that's one of the biggest biggest words I hear is the keto stuff. Like, oh, should should I try keto? Mm-hmm. Well, I, so I don't know. I'm, again, I have to look under the hood. Mm-hmm. I have no clue what you're doing right, right now. So at first, I can't give you a a professional opinion on that kind of mm-hmm. thing because I have no idea. But most likely, if you're working out here four times a week, probably not. Right. But I, again, I don't know. Well, and that's the thing. So, um, you know, I know I've told you, and I think I've told most members, is that I've been working towards depleting carbohydrates because of a horm- some hormonal issues that I'm mm-hmm. having postpartum. I'm dying in workouts long before I should because I'm not fueling my body the way that I should for working out. But what I had to make a choice around was hormonal health first. But I'm also still passionate about activity, mm-hmm. so I'm finding the way to make it work. Yep. That doesn't mean so it doesn't make it impossible to move your body when yeah. you're depleting carbs. But if I were an, a member who is in hormonal balance, um, that is not having medical reasons to go keto, absolutely not. I would be eating. I used to eat 300 grams of carbs a day. Mm-hmm. Right? Amen. To that 400 right here. Yeah. So that was the thing, and that when my body was hormonally balanced enough to maintain that that was what I did and that was a great way I was performing the best at the gym because I was actually giving it fuel uh to use so um yes 100% it it absolutely impacts your performance at the gym quick question on this so we're talking about grams of carbohydrates everyone's scared of carbohydrates is there a difference between 300 grams of carbohydrates in Lay's potato chips (laughs) and 300 grams of carbohydrates in like brown rice yeah so think about nutrient quality and this is so funny i was just talking to molly uh about this nutrient quality always matters so yes you can get 300 grams of carbohydrates in a fatty processed potato chip and that is totally um doable that being said you have to think about the trans fats the saturated fat the things that are also coming along with that that are giving you, um, that are not serving your body in a way 
that you want to wear if you're eating brown rice, you have higher fiber content, low fat, you know, um, it's going to fuel your body more efficiently and provide better nutrient quality uh, for your, the micronutrients for that you need to fuel your body's operating system. Yeah. So your organs, I mean, we don't talk about that a lot, but nutrition impacts all of that. Does, okay, so my next one, it goes straight into, does my nutrition impact my energy or sleep? Yes, 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 yes. So, um, man, <laughs> I'm going to keep myself short-winded here because this is something that's really, um, that I'm really passionate about right now is that nutrients, your nutrition, your nutrient quality impacts your sleep. If you are not fueling your body with what it needs to operate efficiently, so this is like blood vessel repair, healthy heart, um, again, different hormones, like not just progesterone, testosterone, and estrogen. We're talking like cortisol levels, all of those. Those are impacted by a lack of sleep, which are impacted by what you eat, which impacts your ability to um, manage glucose levels, which <laughs> manage, you know can get you into that pre-diabetic um, state or can cause you high anxiety because now you don't have the ability to um, process emotions correctly and it all dials back to what you're feeding your body and how you're letting your body recover and how you're moving your body these those are the three pillars of health and mm. the foundation is always going to be what I'm putting in to my body yeah so it's so it's kind of important yeah is what you're telling it's me a little important. yeah that's <laughs> most and it's so funny so taking this to performance uh, goals and stuff oriented is a person asked me like, how can I run faster in a one mile run? How can I have a, a bigger deadlift? How can I back squat more, bench press more, whatever it might be? How can I do a ring muscle up? Mm -hmm. The first question I should ask or I do ask is, well, how's your nutrition? Mm -hmm. Because that will, people are like, what, what does my nutrition have to do with ring muscle up? Mm -hmm. well, let's, see, let's see how lean your body composition is so we can have the, the best uh, chance at getting that ring muscle up. Mm -hmm. After we, we establish that, now we can work on the actual skill of it. But it always goes down to how is your nutrition. So I, that, I agree. It does impact every single thing of us. Yeah, and like if your glycogen is completely depleted because you've eliminated carbohydrate from your diet, Chances are you're not going to be PRing your mile anytime soon. Yes. Yep. You can run a mile. It's not impossible to run a mile with a depleted glycogen. Mm -hmm. But when it's depleted, you're not going to be getting that five and a half minute yes, mile. Yes, that personal that, that record. You want. That, yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, okay. So last one. If I'm looking at like dialing in my nutrition, how do you become my nutrition coach? Yeah. So you reach out to me. We set up a consultation. There's an intro survey. Um, right now, I do have a wait list, but that doesn't mean that it's not uh, impossible. There is, I'm working on opening up more spots for, for NERV members. Um, and yeah, so the first step, man, Ray is really just wanting to make sure you guys know she's here. Um, you reach out to me, we set up a time, and we just, we make it happen. Yeah. Is it easy? Is it easy? Mmm. Depends on your mindset. Is it worth it? Mm, is it worth this it? Is a better question I would ask. And on your nutrition, trying to find an excuse. Like you can find an excuse Always. everywhere mm -hmm. possible. That is the easiest thing. But here's the the hardest thing: find opportunity. Mm -hmm. And that was what me and Kels were talking about. Was no matter this nutrition challenge, I don't care if it's a macro challenge, mm -hmm. a weighing my food challenge, a sugar-free challenge. 
there is a million excuses we can choose like just overall looking at my nutrition there's a million excuses as why i should not worry about my nutrition i want that pizza i want the ice cream i don't want anyone to tell me how to eat what about the opportunity mm-hmm. no one looks for the opportunity they, right. they can really kind of go after uh, to improve themselves so that's something i, I have mentality wise moving forward is that whole like yes progress not perfection and find the opportunity mm-hmm. not the excuse everyone can find the excuse so that's my that's my one little uh rant there so anything yeah. else um i I would say just going off of there will always be a reason not to do it um, is what I would encourage people to think about is what's taking up prime real estate in your mind. Mm-hmm. What are you? What do you find yourself thinking about? What's that internal dialogue? Um, because a lot of times when I get into work with nutrition work with people, I find that there's like a mindset shift that needs to happen around... Um, around the work that they're doing about why it's worth it and that they deserve to take care, better care of themselves. And usually it's attached to a, a lack of confidence um, of, I could never do that. Yeah. I hear a lot. Yep. And it's yep. like, yes, you can. You got your butt here to the gym and you did a workout that, you know, I guarantee probably five years ago, you were like, I can never There's do that. No way, Unless yeah. you're Chad and you're a machine that just like, <laughs> it seems to right? get, just continue working out. Or you, Cody, you're a machine no, too. No, no, no. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, so it's give yourself permission to take better care of yourself before something happens before something happens yeah, yeah. don't let yourself uh, find another reason so well, hey, thank you for joining us thank you for answering these questions I think we'll have plenty of other questions I didn't even get to like three or four questions I wanted but we'll save those for next time so thank you for joining me yeah thank you for having me and uh, until Ray the next podcast yeah Raylan was over here just doing a great job uh, <laughs> and until next time I'll see you guys have a great day love the journey peace out As always, thanks for listening. And if you have a question you want answered on an upcoming NerveCast, shoot an email to Cody at NerveHealthAndFitness.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at NerveHealthFitness or give us a like on Facebook at NerveHealthAndFitness.